0: 29 we are officially back I uh, appreciate everybody tuning in today uh, my name is Mike London with Jeremy Greenwood Chris Rochel no Matt this week uh, Matt was uh, actually in Detroit area this weekend for uh, one of our old um, old hockey teammates uh, at Northland women's wedding so um, we'll start with uh, start with Jeremy this week Jeremy how was the weekend
1: hey nice to be back guys Mike, Chris, uh, Matt, you're out there somewhere. Hope you're doing well, buddy. Uh, had a nice weekend yesterday. Uh, my niece, Willa, had her second birthday uh, party. Just really nice day out in Wisconsin. Uh, sunny, almost too hot. Got the water pools or the little uh, pools out, some water balloons, water guns, all that stuff. So had a good time there. we uh, was supposed to have uh, a Pirates game today. Um that got rained out. Uh, that was supposed to be at Casanova. Um, I think that they jumped the gun a little bit early on canceling it. It rained pretty hard early, and it kind of it didn't really do anything all day, uh, which is unfortunate because I think I was going to get the play due to not be having enough
0: guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what position were uh, you going to, have to be
1: today? Second base. That's that's really the only place I can play now. Like I could I could I could go. I could run in the outfield and catch balls, but like my arm just, you know, like so. Second place the only place for me. But uh, other than that, pretty good weekend. You know, Sundays always suck, man. Like Sundays suck so bad. Like just it, the weekend's over. Like it's over, you know. And it feels like it just started sometimes. And uh, depending on, you know, what what the week brings, you're, you're really not looking forward to Monday sometimes. But uh, anyways, that that that's my weekend
2: rosh yeah it was a, a interesting weekend here um we uh are in the process of selling our house and buying a new house um to get uh you know take advantage of the market out here in denver right now it's it's bonkers we bought our house two years ago and are, are already um getting offers of one hundred fifty thousand over what we paid uh, so we're trying to capitalize on that and trying to capitalize on the low interest rates and um, just trying to get more space. We got, you know, cash Money's just a wild man. So he needs a yard. He needs bigger rooms. And and we got our dog and the two cats and and we're just potentially expanding the family in the future. And so we're, we're just needing some more space. So this weekend we uh, cleared out of our house um, and have been living with the in-laws uh in order to keep it open for showings so we didn't have to worry about like oh there's a showing in 20 minutes get your dog kid all that clean up do all that stuff and get out of the house um so instead of avoiding all that hassle and and craziness um we just decided to just be gone for three days um that way we can get as many showings in there as we could so the in laws um which makes sleeping and stuff interesting Uh, i slept on a twin bed um and, uh, so the, my shins were at the end of the bed. I could not twist one way or the other. I, or I rolled off and to make matters worse, the birds decided to wake up at about four thirty right outside my window. Um, and so I actually went outside, um, in my, in my pajamas and started shaking a tree at four 30 in the morning to get the birds to go to a different spot. So I could sleep <laughs> a little bit longer, but, um, but no, it, yeah. it's, it's absolutely quite the scene oh it would have been comical if somebody would have drove by um but yeah other than that i mean it's been it's been pretty relaxing after we've gotten everything done you know getting the house ready to sell moving doing all this stuff getting getting places here getting cash getting the cats out of the house getting the dog out of the house um and on top of that we got finals going on for for school Um, we just got two days left monday and tuesday and then that's done and then, you know, football's already kicking off out here. Um, we officially start June 1st, but we've been doing lifting and workouts and things like that and and start with our practices on June 1st. So it's just been, it's been a wild couple of weeks. So this weekend was actually kind of nice because it was relatively, you know, in, in the words of um, Matt Lennon, since he's not here, I'll fill in for him, but it was it was pretty low key, you know, other, other than being at the in-laws, um, it, it was a pretty low key weekend. And, um, I needed it because I was I was pretty physically and emotionally drained after the last two weeks. So that's good, um, That was that was good. How about you, Mike?
0: Oh, not too bad. Uh, we actually had um, I said on thir- Thursday, Friday, Saturday we had a garage sale here in Ashland at our house.
2: Um, <laughs> so I, I saw that on Facebook. I saw the the advertising for it. Yeah.
0: So Annette's sister, Annabelle, and her um, her mom, Christine, they're, they're, they they're were up here this weekend. The first, the, so Thursday, we, it was from like 3 to 7, uh, the first day of it. Um, I think there was like 25 cars outside of our house. There's 20 cars or something like that. So pe- people love a good garage sale here in Ashland. So um, <laughs> I was pretty busy watching the kids this weekend. We went out to eat at a... Um, a place uh, just south of Ashland last night too. So, but and then today, obviously, was watching all all golf all day. So, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. But um, without further ado, uh, we have a special guest that we are bringing on, um, good friend of mine. Uh, I know, Rosh, Jeremy, you've met him as well. Um, let's get him on here right now. We have Matt Valley. <laughs> matt valley he's the uh northland alum uh i was fortunate to play with matt for three years here at northland got to coach him for one year as well um and he's actually the head coach of the cam river fighting walleye in the superior international junior hockey league matt how are we doing
3: good boys thanks for having me on uh pleasure to be here i've got to be honest here uh Pretty pissed, Maddie Ice isn't here. Um, <laughs> I love you. guys I was, all, day I was dearly, but...
0: him all day too. I'm just giving it to him, like yeah. No, excuse I'm gonna be uh, texting to him. him here. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe he's not on too. But um so you're you're pretty famous now, weren't you? Just on the, weren't you just doing a podcast with some guy from like TSN or something like that? What's the word there? Yeah, the man, the myth, the legend, Gino Retta. Uh, I'm
3: gonna be honest. Uh, I feel equally as starstruck in here today, I think, but, um, not gonna lie. Like, uh, it was kind of like odd. Like I signed on to the zoom and he's like, Matt, buddy, how's it going? And I'm like, uh, Hey, hey like, funny. like, what do I say to that guy? You know, like, and, uh, but we chatted for a f- couple minutes and then, uh, I did the interview and then chatted at the end. It was pretty cool. Uh, really easy guy to talk to. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty cool to be like scrolling the, through the TSN app, see my face. I'm like, Holy shit.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I, got, I, cool. I got a chance to watch that too. That was obviously really cool to see. So, um, I guess, Matt, just we'll, we'll start from the beginning. Just talk about a little bit, you know, where you're from. Um, talk about obviously hockey hockey days as well, maybe replay growing up, junior hockey, um, and then obviously college as well.
3: Yeah. So, I'm from uh, a lot of us just say we're from Thunder Bay, uh, which is like three hours north along the lake from Duluth, uh, for those people that aren't super good with their geography that, you know, uh, but, uh, I grew up just outside of the city. It's so like 15 minutes in a little farming community called Old Ripapoonch. Uh, it has kind of like a bunch of different little communities that make up it, like Murillo, Kakapeka Falls, uh, Stanley, stuff like that. Um, which is actually where our hockey team, uh, camera fighting while is situated. So it's kind of cool, um, to be part of the group that, you know, brought junior hockey team back to like the community where I grew up. Right. So, uh, Uh, Pretty sweet. Yeah, and I grew up playing my minor hockey there. So coming up through, you know, the double-a ranks and eventually playing for the Thunder Bay Triple-A Kings here in Thunder Bay. uh, My last year midget, uh, or my last year of U18, I guess it's now called, um, up here. I played for Notre Dame in Saskatchewan, and then I started my junior career out there. Uh, Made a pit stop in Swan Valley in the Manitoba League, and then finished off in the SI. We actually got to play against you, Lenny, for a bit. That's where we had our
0: first encounters, and you were uh playing good old Dryden. You took, you took a couple of beat downs too from the dogs back in the day, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Yeah,
3: well, what's his name? What was your captain? Mitchell. Uh yeah. That guy yeah. fed me my lunch one time. <laughs> like I he he like this kid, no joke, hit hit a kid on our team. Like I thought it was dirty. I went, I cross checked him in the face. And before I could even get my gloves off, he hit me like seven times, I bet. And he was jacked, eh, Lenny? Like, that guy was Yeah. jacked. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so then I, uh, you know, after I finished the SI, <clears throat> it came time to pick a college. And, I mean, <clears throat> you get you get a ton of D3 offers, especially after you think you're going D1, because everyone thinks they're deadly, right? <laughs> uh, rude awakening, uh, for sure, when there's no one calling anymore. And, uh, y- you know, like, I-, I chose Northland for many reasons. Obviously, I knew a bunch of guys from the SI there. Hanny was there. Uh, Mac was there. You were there. Mobbs is there. Um, not to mention when I came down to visit Hanny with Forbes that weekend, you guys, you, Morsey and the boys uh, treated me very well. Uh, I basically was black out from the time the, I got the, the ass until the time no, I left.
0: The, these two have been there. But we, we showed them uh, a good neighborly welcome.
3: Living
1: Aves, so, yeah. Club so
0: yep. Oh, man.
3: Crazy, Hey, eh? Like, well, if those walls could talk. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, like – never mind the Shock walls i don't know if i have to go there but uh yeah man so i chose northland because it was close to home i knew guys and you know it gave me the best financial package um so it was kind of an easy decision and I, i'm really happy i did because i mean i bet i would have had a ton of buddies um you know anywhere you go but you know the guys i got in my life now lenny Hazy, brado uh you go down that list uh guys i stay in touch with still it's pretty sweet right and if uh the fricking border was open. I'm sure uh, when I was getting married in August here, then the boys would be coming up. But like, what do you do? Right. So,
0: yeah. Talk. talk so I'm yeah. sure a lot of people So, like, what's what's going on with like COVID and stuff just right, right now in Canada? <laughs> isn't, isn't, isn't Ontario just insane?
3: Yeah, we just are allowed starting to we were just allowed to start golfing yesterday. Like, insane. only place yeah. in the world you couldn't golf. And, and like, give you some perspective, like, the community – like, so, so the Thunder Bay District Health, health Region has, like, 150,000 people, and I think there was 20 cases in our region. Like, what the fuck? Why can't we golf? Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, yeah, anyway, so, uh yeah. That was – no, Yeah,
1: please. I just got a quick question, man. So, you play teams – like, you play a team out of Spooner, Wisconsin, right? So how, do, a, how does that work with the border close? Like, do you play them or do you have to wait or how
3: does that work? So last year they were kind of dormant, I guess. Uh, they let their players go play in the NA3 and NCDC, USPHL, wherever they can find a place to play. Okay. Um, and they still hold – they still retain their CJHL Reich, which like the CJHL, uh, for people that wouldn't know what that is, it's, I don't want to call it the governing body, but it's an association. Uh, made up of all the, the Canadian Junior A leagues. So the BCHL, uh, the Alberta League, Saskatchewan League, Manitoba League, uh, us, the Northern Ontario League, so on and so forth, right? Gotcha. Uh, okay. All the way up to the East Coast, right? So they retain their rights. Same with the Thief River Falls, Norskis, same thing. They had players that kind of just let do their thing, um, but they kind of retained or loaned their CGHL rights if they were Canadian kids that were down there. And uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds like, I think. I don't know. You can't read everything you click, right, <laughs> on the internet. But I read something today that said uh, 50% of Canada has their first shot. And I believe the border is going to open up when it's 75% has their first yeah, shot right. or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I it's saw that too. Okay. Yeah. So, so we'll see.
0: Matt, talk – you know, obviously, you know, your first ever – you know, you you, you were coaching before, before this year with Cam River, um, but – just and obviously, probably not the way you envisioned, you know, your first um, probably year of you know junior coaching. But just talk to us a little bit, just how how it was this year, how it was navigating through everything during the pandemic, because um, it was obviously you know tough on everybody this year.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, pretty crazy. Like we, as an expansion team, we prepared as if we were playing, and thank God we did because. Um, if we wouldn't have been ready, we would have probably got smoked 10-0 by the North Stars, which, you know, are the best team in the league almost every year, right, Lenny? You know that. So we prepared as if we were playing, and we worked our asses off to recruit kids from all four corners of the continent. Uh, We ended up getting one American kid across the border, um, and he was one of our better players too. So good thing he was there. And so we worked really hard to get a team together, and um, it was just so crazy how quick it came because, like, It was Uh like, we weren't skating at all. And all of a sudden it was like, okay, you're allowed to skate. So we brought our guys in. Okay, you can practice. So we started practicing for real. Okay, you can play exhibition games. So we started playing the North Stars. And then it's like, oh, you're four games into this eight-game exhibition series. The next four are regular season games. We're like, okay. So it's just crazy how quick (laughs) it happened. And it's just that mindset, right, of like not only as a first-time junior A head coach, uh, but as a lot of of our players that we recruited were just like really good junior B players or triple A players, right? So we're a young team. So all of us were sort of just like taking it as we can. There's no roadmap. There's no precedent sent for what we were going through. Right. Um, so it was actually just like, we were just rolling with it. Right. And having fun and working hard. And, and it worked out for us as we took three or four from what I would call the best team in the league. So uh, it was pretty fun before she got shut down at Christmas there. But uh, yeah, I don't know what else. the other thing that was kind of interesting. There was a documentary crew from the Confederation college following us as like one of their final projects. So, some practices Lenny like you can imagine we're doing oh, we're doing drills and they're these like these kids who have never been on the ice before in their life they're from wherever they're, a couple of them are international students I don't even think they've ever seen skates before and they're at center ice like just watching our guys buzz by them hey eh? I'm like I'm just like oh I'm gonna run into these people because eh? you know how <laughs> I am I get moving I'm flying around and I'm just like having to watch out for these kids on the ice with cameras so it's pretty cool to come <laughs> They got some good shots, and one of the ones was uh, we me and Kev traded a kid. Uh, oh, poor kid, I, I can't believe we did this. So, the guy asked to be in there while we traded him, and I'm like, Are you okay with this, Kev? really? Yeah, so this poor kid, we're telling him we're trading him to Fort Francis, and obviously, I won't touch out with a 10 foot pole. Um, talking about what happened to Fort yeah. Francis, so we traded this kid to Fort Francis, um, and he starts crying, and the, the camera guy's in there. I'm like, Oh, fuck!" it's like what. I can't believe it. Hey, eh? like what do you say? And I'm like, sorry, buddy, like you're gonna get a better role there. You know, you're trying to like Yeah, that's got that's tough.
0: Yeah. That's so. crazy.
3: A lot, a lot of interesting things happened this year, and uh meanwhile dealing with the pandemic, it was uh it was crazy. What a learning experience, and you just gotta keep learning as you know, A and coaching, yeah. you just just keep learning, keep doing what you can do to get better.
0: That that kind of leads into my next question for you two, Valves. Like, what I'm curious to see what you, you know, obviously with the full year under your belt, but like, we've had some other coaches on here. I think we've had a couple other coaches on, but what, what type of things are you, other than the fact that the kid can, can play, like, what are some other things that you're looking for in, in like a, a player? Um, and obviously like for you guys, like you're building up a program, but what are some things that you're like really looking for when you're recruiting a kid?
3: Yeah, that's a good question because, like, I mean, I've had to kind of go through the ranks as a coach, right? So I started helping out a local junior B team when I was doing my uh, teacher's education here in Thunder Bay after getting my undergrad at Northland. Um, And then I moved into playing – or, sorry, coaching, um, like, a U15 team and then a U16 team, and eventually, you know, I'm with the junior team. So I've kind of had to, I guess, see different, like, um, levels of the game and, and work with different types of people. Right. Because like, you know, kids that are playing junior in Canada generally have like college hockey aspirations, whereas like some kids when they're in the U15, they're doing it maybe just because their parents are telling them to do it or in junior B, they're doing it just because <laughs> something to do while they go to school or something or whatever. Um, so you have to kind of like you, you see a lot. Right. And <clears throat> when you're I think the most important thing um, for us starting a team, you got to think about you're building a foundation. Your, that's your first step forward on your journey. So that's like the most important one. So you want to build that foundation and come with comes with that is like your the community you build and, and the culture you set in your dressing room and around your team. And uh, I think like, you know, some of the best uh, marketing can be word of mouth. And if you have a bunch of shit rats on your team, um, having parties of their billets and they're allowed to. Breaking curfew, breaking team rules, lying, blah, blah, blah. You know what it is. Like, we had kids that we traded, like, two weeks into the season. There were two biggest recruits. One kid was a Notre Dame AAA player. The other kid was a Manitoba point-a-game AAA player. Our two best recruits. And we dealt them because they broke broke team rules, right? So, yeah. the most important thing is, to me, like, th- those type of guys, like, yeah, we have fun. The boys have fun. But, like, you got to earn it first. Like, it, the beers taste better. You know, uh, all that kind of stuff is better, more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I think when you've earned it, and when you're following the rules, and you win a big game, as opposed to if you're getting if you're zero and ten and you're still going out, it's like, yeah, cut, you know. I guess what does that say about us at Northland, Lenny? We had some tough years, and we still had fun. Anyway. <laughs> oh, oh, but but we we got it. We had some we had some good years too, though. We said, uh, Did we not uh, like make history there in uh, your my junior
0: year? Yeah, we did. That was uh, or your sophomore year, I think it was sophomore year. Yeah, your junior year. year. Yeah, we had, we had a Matty goal. Matty Ice, that was a huge
3: goal. Matty Ice scored the yeah. winner in uh,
0: Lawrence. He did. That was uh, backhand bar down, I think it was.
3: I, I think I was the one at Jay, top. Jay Green were, and Ross, were weren't you yeah,
2: guys? We there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were yeah. both. Yeah. we were both at that one. And then we were at your one uh, in Adrian, I think, that same year when yeah, you guys a, got smoked.
0: That was yeah, a that tough, tough, <laughs>
2: <laughs> tough first-round matchup. Yeah. You want to talk about a tough matchup? Try riding with Papa Mike as he's got a bag full of coins because you got to <laughs> hit every. I got to get out perfect change to hit every toll when we're in Illinois. How's Mike?
0: He's doing, good. He was he's here, doing they were, good. they were up here. We did some fishing last weekend. And caught a couple of big fish. Yeah, so I oh, love that. V-
1: so Valley, who's uh this? I got a couple questions here. Yeah, um, I'm guessing uh, you 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 know who the answer the answer to this is, but who's your favorite GM?
3: <laughs> in in like my league, yeah. Anywhere, yeah. Oh, <laughs> anywhere.
0: We, we have a couple comments uh, in our section here.
3: <laughs> yeah, we have some. We, 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 we,
1: I'm looking at the Kevin comments McCall. here. So just
3: <laughs> there's
0: call.
1: Can I see the
3: comments too? That's a good question. I love it.
0: Kevin McCollum, He he's uh, he's asking who your favorite GM. is. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Well, I mean, in
3: my league, I, I was gonna say like. I already know what's going on here. Uh, you know what I'm going to say. And I'd say in the CGHL would be, Kevin, in my opinion, not even uh, pumping his tires. But, uh, I mean, like, the guy's a wizard. Uh, he, he's yeah. taught me so much over the years, not only in this past year when he brought me on to be this coach, um, the utmost respect for the work he puts in and what he's taught me. But, like, even when he uh, was my coach and my advisor kind of in junior hockey and moving me into college, like, just did so much work for me and, and helped me – like learn so much about the process and myself and, and, uh, yeah, he's great, great guy. And I mean, like the heartbeat of our organization, for sure. I'm just trying to keep up and, uh, yeah, it's lovely. I hope if he's on here listening, Hey, uh, <laughs> Kev, I'll see you at FSL tomorrow. That's all. I'll see.
1: <laughs> the one last thing, the one last thing I'll say is, you know, we, we've had uh, guests on in the past and one of them, uh, specifically I'm thinking of, uh, Nick Wagner, um, he was. He helps uh, students transition from from college at University of Missouri, and uh, since then I've been a pretty big uh, Missouri fan, like University of Missouri. And so I went to your website, and I'm like, you know, let's check out these these Fighting walleye and see if I can get a hat or a shirt. And it won't they won't ship to America. Really? Yeah, it's there's no U.S. dollars.
0: Well, we gotta. We have to do something there.
1: So well, anyway, yeah, just throwing that out there because I'd like to have a hat or a shirt or something, you know.
0: Yeah,
3: I, 100%. And uh, I actually, now that you say that, Lenny, I, sh- I think I was supposed to send you something like.
0: Yeah, I, 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 we were going to get to that. Yeah, we've been. But don't worry. I've been, I've been meaning to send Jeremy a hat for like five years now. So that's, that still hasn't happened at
3: all. Yeah okay, yeah, okay. That makes me feel a lot better then. But yeah. Um, that sounds I good, guess- Kevin. Thank you.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: uh back to back to that question yeah that's the most important thing man it's just like the dudes you have the tight-knit group and uh like that'll take that'll take you way further than a bunch of skilled guys who don't give a shit about each other i think anyways
0: um i i just had one last question because obviously you know i was it it was it was really weird coaching you for a year or two like obviously we played together for three years and then I got into coaching right away. I was assistant coach at Northland Valley was a cat, our captain that, um, that, that final year, but most, do you have like a memorable game or time or maybe even a season, I guess, just at Northland?
3: I mean, our, like we kind of touched on it, that run. Um, You know, I think one thing about Northland was that like um, the way it had been when we all started going there, yeah. wasn't very great and um that's nothing against the school at all i mean they it's in a tough conference and <clears throat> i think fabs had his plate full um but i think he did a good job at bringing some guys in there that you know cared and wanted to change it and 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 i think by my second year there um we started bringing in some guys and we still had you know writer and and you and um and uh me and uh you know brado was like a stud right like for us just a rock and uh, we we've, we've we got some consistent goaltending um, that year down the stretch, and I think, like, beating Lawrence in Lawrence um, was something I bet, you know, people in that conference never thought Northland could do. Uh, so that was amazing, especially because it was just like, okay, you went, you won. Now you got to go back in the room and come out and beat them again in one period, like OT, sudden death, and it was just, like, the wildest thing I could have imagined. Yeah. And, like you said, being on the ice for Matty Ice's goal and just, like, tack on him, and he's just like,
0: and he's screaming
3: <laughs> and, like, hey, everyone's piling on top oh, of you. oh it was just like a, it was wild so man. That, we'll never forget that ever yeah we'll never forget that. yeah and i mean like i said you go to adrian and they just wax you but like i mean they're a deep <laughs> ones, right so yeah uh, yeah so um yeah it, th- that year was amazing i mean there's there's a there's a million things we had a really good time there and a lot of memorable moments um being at northland but uh I'd have to say I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the bachelor party. I think that was one of our, one of our best weekends ever, like with the boys going down to Nashville. I mean, I swear I talk about that trip every couple months to somebody, you know what I mean? (laughs) For what I remember of it anyway.
0: Well, so Matt, Matt's getting married this summer. Obviously I know your border situation right now back in Canada, but we're going to Nashville again. So that's where, that's where Matt's bachelor party is this year.
1: So. Matt, you remember driving us down there? I was in your <laughs> car. You remember how fast you were going?
3: <laughs> like, if it was posted, what, what would be the speed limit? I remember probably – I bet you I was going 30 miles over at minimum. Yeah,
1: you were going 100 miles per hour, man, <laughs> yeah. at one point.
3: <laughs> I got a leg foot. It's bad. I, I'm not I'm not as bad like in Thunder Bay because there's not, like, freeways like, he, like we were yeah. on. When I'm on a freeway, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Like, <laughs> like one speed. You know what I mean?
0: What. Well, uh, <laughs> Last question here, Vals, because we don't want to take too much of your time. Because, um, But how is uh, – you got a, l- a little one now, but just uh, how is how's dad life treating you right now?
3: Oh, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Like, there's times, you know, when you're just like – you look, I look at her, and I'm just like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. She's doing something different every day. I love you so much. And then there's times where you're just like, I just want to watch this game. Like, can you just <laughs> – can you stop shitting for five seconds no um it's unreal as you know like just it's the ultimate game changer right it even makes me uh it makes me love christy more even you know what i mean it's it's cool to see and i think you guys know what i'm talking about like with that it's just like something you can't really explain but uh it's awesome but the work-life uh balance is pretty crazy too right and you know especially for me um just like a million things on the goal all the time. And I think Christy wants to throw my phone in the river. Like we live like right on a river. I think she's going to toss it in that river any day. Uh, she just hates it. I'm on it 24 seven. Right. But uh, it's awesome, man. Uh, yeah. What a, what, what a, what a journey it's been and uh, pretty pumped to come on here and talk with you guys. It feels like I uh, just seen you last week. It's crazy how that happens. Eh?
0: Like Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I, I, we're going to, we're going to tweet, tweet this stuff out too. Um, but, your guys' locker room and setup that you guys just finished up now—that's that's like, sick. that's yeah. next level. I can't wait to get up to hopefully. What a hopefully. a Yeah, oh, it's huge. You know,
3: all you, uh, you know what I'll do is I'm gonna fire you uh, the like our like the email that yeah. has all the recruiting links on it. So it has like the eight minute documentary they did. It has this other like marketing video where it's like just a promotional video for our team and for one of our sponsors where like they caught like one of my, I guess, pregame speeches. I didn't even know they were in there. Oh Um, man. Can't wait to see that. Probably, probably said some things I shouldn't have said. I didn't know they were in there. You know what I mean? But, uh, (laughs) like why are you posting this shit but it was good i think anyways it wasn't too uh it wasn't too against the green um but you know how things can be misconstrued nowadays anyways but uh yeah, yeah and then it had it'll have like a walkthrough of our dressing room pictures of our room and and all that stuff it the dressing room's unbelievable man it's uh i can't even like that's when i call guys sometimes and they like tell me what their other options are i'm like okay you can go to that broom closet or you know come be come be in this place because it, it's true like you said jay it's uh it's nuts like it yeah. uh kid walks in there some like you know what you mean and he's just like like he just
0: like yeah. doesn't know like, their speech it right?
1: makes a difference for sure
3: oh yeah
0: well I can't wait to be up to hopefully like I was saying hopefully um uh, the border will be open I'll be able to catch a few games uh next fall but uh or this upcoming winter but fouls really appreciate it and uh thanks for coming on.
3: Yeah man best of luck this season man yep thank you thanks guys it's good to see you take care and again uh make sure you I'll be throwing jabs, Maddie Ice's way too, and make sure you give him one for me. I'm gonna have to come back on now. I gotta see the guy, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll,
0: we'll get you back on
3: during the season,
0: for sure. All right, thanks, Take buddy. Care, see man. you later. See you guys. Thanks. All right, that was off. Awesome.
2: Cool. Yeah. Uh, I can't get on, enough. He's... I can't get enough of one Canadian accents, but then two, you mix it with the hockey lingo, dude. I oh, just, yeah. I just laugh at some of the stuff. Like it just, I just, I just love the vocabulary. I mean, um, you know, some of the, <laughs> oh, it's just, it's funny. It's well, it's stuff. funny
0: because like, so when I went to Northland here, I think I was me and Matt were like two of four Americans. Everybody else was Canadian. I think we had we had one kid from Sweden. But like when you're when you hang out and you guys make fun of me about this stuff too. Like when when I hang out with those guys and I I catch myself like starting to talk Canadian. It's
2: oh yeah, it's crazy. Makes but, sense. Makes well, a couple, sense. a couple of the things that he said are things that you've said a bunch too, and like, so like, like, the one was something about kicking tires or rubbing tires or whatever, <laughs> whatever that <laughs> one was. I've heard you say that a bunch of times. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's just funny. It's good stuff though. Okay.
0: Well, if you were sleeping under a rock today, uh, Phil Mickelson. Won the PGA Championship. Did you guys get a chance to watch any of that?
2: Yeah, I watched. Uh, I think it was. I, I watched starting with Phil on hole one, and I got to watch him to like hole twelve, um, and then I wasn't able to watch the rest of it. But um, he, dude, he was on a he was on a whole nother level of uh, like i I've, I've seen not as much golf as you, Mike, or probably not even as much as some of our followers, but. He seemed just locked in, you know. Like he had a couple bad holes, but overall, like his swing, he was just so consistent all weekend. And I think that was a difference because, you know, like Kepka was minus six, minus two, minus four, minus six, minus two, minus. I mean, he was and all those guys were so up and down where Phil yeah. just kind of kept steady after that one after that one day where he went like four under. Um, he just stayed steady the rest of the weekend. It was crazy. Jay Green. Did you watch
1: any of it or what? I don't have a ton to add. Uh, I, you know, a couple weeks ago, I went to a Wild Weekend with a couple of my butt with a couple of, or I think I mentioned that the Olsons, uh, the Max Fields, and my brother. And we did a little championship uh, contest that I won on DraftKings.
3: There
1: you go. Uh, there so Louis uh, Ustazen. 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 Uh, brought me home the the championship there, so uh, that's all I got
2: with the golf. Yeah, I mean, I I'll let you kind of take the lead on this, Mike. But um, it was I personally, I know Mike. I know Mike's not a big Phil guy, and, and he'll 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 explain why. But me personally, where I love to golf, and I watch enough golf to to know the the golfers and to know the you know the major tournaments and when they are and things like that. But I love seeing Phil win because when I personally felt like the PGA now, not golf as a sport, but just the PGA was at its highest point was when you had tiger and you had Phil and you had that, that rivalry back and forth. And I mean, there's a couple other names in there too. Um, but like that, you know, you look at the names now in golf and you don't see any of those anymore. I mean, every once in a while you'll see like Stewart sink or somebody, (laughs) somebody like that. But, um, I think they said he's the oldest oldest to ever win a, a championship, right? Isn't that what they said? Phil is? Um, yeah,
0: by like three years now. He's 51 or turning yeah. 51. The, uh, there was some other guy, I think who won it when he was like 48 or something like
2: that. So Yeah, and I mean, he's he went – I remember Phil went through a long stretch of his career without a major. Um, and then he finally – I think it was maybe the Masters was the first one he won um, – you know, and he won his first one really late in his career, and so i I was excited to see him win, just because he, to me he's the last of like that '90s, early 2000s era. Um, so I, I was excited to see him win, even though i am a I am a Brooks Kepka fan. Um, it, it was nice to see Phil win, just because it kind of brought back some memories of the the glory days with Tiger.
0: Yeah, no, you touched on. I I'm not a Phil Nicholson for whatever reason. Um, like, him and Tiger, like, I think it's been known, like, he's not – he him and Tiger, like, don't get along. Or they, I think they, they're better now, but, like, back in their heyday, like, they kind of despised each other. So, obviously, I was a huge Tiger fan. But I, I don't – there's just something about Phil. Like, I like he – if you guys saw, like, he rocked his shade, like, his sunglasses all day. And then he does, he always does, like, when he's walking, he, he, he does, like, the, the thumbs up. <laughs> he's always just, like, trying to do that to everybody. Like, I don't know. I'm just not a big Phil guy. But, um, oh, it's I think it's good for golf that he was obviously around it. But a um, couple more topics this week. Um, I'm curious. I, I, I'm i going to go first with this one. And I don't know if Rosh and JB and I don't know if you guys did any research on us, but First one is best hair in all of sports. And I'm not going current with mine. Um, but I, I'm going with Randy Johnson, the pitcher, um, for best <laughs> hair in all of sports. Um, greasy. Greasy mullet. And <laughs> Jay Green and I were actually talking about this beforehand that he cut that was like his – he was more – like Randy Johnson was more of like a bad boy, uh, like pitcher – could throw it like 103 miles an hour. Do you guys remember when he's when he actually hit that bird? He hit the bird basketball? in
1: Houston, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I I had to do some thinking, some some hard thinking on this one. But I, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Randy Johnson. He's obviously
2: not current, but you you got yours, Rush. Yeah. Um, the one I'm going with, I'm going a different route here. Um. And I don't, I don't know if it's partially because he just has nice looking hair, or partially because he's literally like one of the classiest athletes um, to ever play the game of football. Um, but I'm a big fan of Larry Fitzgerald's dreadlocks. Um, he just, <laughs> so dude, right. just, I know, but like you know, we're thinking hair, and you could you could list off a thousand hockey players, right? Or you could list off these baseball players, like like Hader or somebody like that. So I kind of wanted to go outside the box a little bit and whenever I think of Larry like he's just he's just a class act all the time I just always think of those dreads hanging out the back of his Revolution football helmet and how like they like I swear they've been the same length the same shape everything since he entered the league um and like whenever I think of him I just think of his dreadlocks and um so I think that's who I'd pick for best hair.
0: Uh
1: you know I I guess I guess if I had to say who I think had the best hair in all sports is probably Troy Palomalu, right? Like oh that guy guy's fluff, like the head and shoulders commercials. Uh, and one. he's was a pretty good guy too, right? Like, yep. I, you know, he, he was a really hard, he was known for his hard hits uh, and staying um, out of the public in terms of like bad, bad boy. It's funny you say that. Cause I think I'm not for sure, Rosh, that there was a Madden cover where he was on the cover, maybe with Fitzgerald. Does that sound right?
2: Maybe not. Just forget I'm not it. Sure. Just I'm forget not sure, it. But no, that's that's a good that's up. a that's a good pick though. That's a good pick. I didn't even think about him.
0: So uh, I forget I was actually listening to this too, but um, I forget where where I was listening to this. But some other some other names that were mentioned were Odell Beckham Jr. Um, yeah, his here. Yeah, I could see uh, that. Jacob DeGron, they're obviously current, Jacob DeGron with the Yeah, I can see that. The Mets, and the other one, I forget, it must have been Wisconsin, but it was uh, Clay Matthews. Clay
2: Matthews? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I can uh, see that. Another
2: good one. Another good one.
0: So um, this kind of leads us to our, our next topic, but which it can be – I think we might have already did this. Current or not current – a sports athlete you would most want to have a beer with. I'll let you two go first on this
2: I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one first Jay Green because because I, okay. I think I mentioned something in our group text and Mike's like save it for the cast so um, without a doubt um, you, you know if you go dead or alive that 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 makes it a lot more difficult but just current like athletes to have been playing or playing recently, and this dude, between his interviews, the things he says, um, I follow the NFL.com or NFL Instagram page, and they constantly show things that of him being mic'd up, and that I've never even seen before, even when he was playing. And it, dude's just hilarious. Like, he, he's just so back, like just out of out of. Every, every area, he's just goofy. Like, he's he's super serious one second, and then he's goofy, and then he's here, and then he's just all over the place. And that'd be uh, Marshawn Lynch. Dude, that, oh, I, that's right. Dude, that like, one. dude, that's he, right. he's just like, I mean, he sat in an entire interview. He set the timer on his phone, and every question he said, I'm just here so I won't get fined. And they asked him another question. He responded with the same thing. And as soon as his minimum time was done that he was required to do without being fined. He hit stop. He got up and he walked out of the interview, (laughs) like just things like that. And there's this, uh, I think, I think somebody sent like the Instagram, it was him and Rogers, right? I think it was him and Rogers talking on the field. And Marshawn Lynch was talking about a blitz package he had and how he was going to, how he was going to blitz. And just like the way he talks and the things he says is just, I would love to sit down with that dude for just an hour and just talk to him because I have a feeling I'd be laughing my, laughing my butt off the entire time. So, Jay Green, who you got? No, that's for sure. Uh,
1: you know, I, I kind of cheated a little bit. I went, I did like a round table. I didn't just pick one. Um, so don't find me. Um, <laughs> so I, I thought maybe, okay, let's let's pick, uh, let's have some randomness to this, right? Let, let's get some different perspectives. Let, let's get some different conversation going. And if you don't want to drink a beer, have a Kool-Aid, you know, whatever, whatever you want. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's going to be at my table. Uh, He's an infamous beer drinker or, you know, when he's up in the ring. And I don't know if that counts as a sport, but it counts for me. Uh, Pete Rose. uh, Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pete Rose is one of my favorite athletes of all time. If you've ever been to my house, I get a signed uh, bat, signed baseball of his, uh, worth a lot of money. Please don't rob me. Um, Simone Biles, uh, the famous gymnast. Uh, from a couple years ago, and actually I was just watching her earlier today. she's one I don't know what it was, but she's tearing it up um and so just like just like a nice round table with different conversations and different things. but that's a, I mean, I think that's a really good question. love for other people to comment here. uh Dean Repka says Brett Favre. Uh, yeah, that's a dude. terrible that's an absolutely terrible one. He got nothing to say to the guy.
0: Good pick, uh, Dean. Mike,
1: what's let's, let's hear yours
0: so
2: I have three. Oh, I'm see
1: I, good. I, I, I I'm like it. I No, I,
2: I like I'm, it. I'm glad I picked one, guys. This is <laughs> great. I have
0: Mike Tyson oh, and geez. John and John Daly.
2: Oh,
1: jeez, <laughs> get those two together.
0: <laughs> that would be like. Can you imagine just that, like if it was just you and Mike Tyson and John Daly on your. I'm
1: like with be, Mike Tyson.
0: <laughs> well, you should live. Yeah. I think I sent you guys his podcast that he's doing is actually really, it's like yeah. uh, i forget what it's called, but um, it kind of, it's, it's kind of neat just to hear him to like go back and like talk to like about different fights and, and uh, he's, he's not, I don't, I mean, I don't, but he seems a lot different than what he was in the past like that. You know, before he was like this crazy guy, but he's a lot different now. It yeah. seems like, yeah, but, he,
1: he's promoting the game even more so. the sport, even yeah. so more so now. Yeah.
0: Um so yeah uh Mike Tyson, John Daly, and then my third would be Aaron Rodgers and mailing just to see like what so what's going on here. Give <laughs> <But it's>, uh, <laughs> me the scoop as to like what's what's going on right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So but those are the those are God,
1: my, Anna Kreisky hitting us with the feels there. She drops a Kobe comment. Uh yeah. which I mean that's a good conversation to have. Talk about one of the, the the biggest competitors ever in any sport. Um, but yeah, I guess it sounds like, I mean, it's not, I don't know if this is for sure, but I know you guys mentioned he's going to speak tomorrow to, uh, who, uh, who's oh,
0: he yeah, talking Rock, to tomorrow? He's, he's going right. So yeah, Kenny Man? Yeah, he's cause Kenny main just got released or fired from ESPN.
1: Yeah, ESPN's a joke.
0: So he's doing just sit down. I don't even know. It's like, it's probably going to be nothing that like we're,
1: yeah, we're not going to hear uh, anything. If no, I had probably, to guess, it's that's probably going to be
0: like some sort of comedy thing or yeah. you know, whatever. But yeah, um, yeah it's. I don't know, I'm just, I'm just ready for him to maybe speak. Well, hopefully, he does. Though we were talking about like, I, I, if he's comes out and says like, "Yeah, I want to be traded," well, good. Then let's trade him.
1: He's enjoying yeah. this clearly. Like
0: yeah. I, I, I just want, like it, it's either this was all a big overreaction or. Just say something. Um, that's kind of where where I'm at with everything right now. But um, yeah, yep. two more uh, kind of last topic here. We have obviously a huge uh, Minnesota Wild fan. Uh, my Blackhawks are out, and we obviously with our Denver host that we have here as well with the Colorado Avalanche. I want to hear you guys just overall thoughts so far of the NHL playoffs. Um, Cause we're about, what is it? A little over a weekend now or pretty much a, a week. Um, I know I've, I, I didn't get a chance to watch too much hockey just throughout the year for whatever reason, but I've included, uh, obviously watching a lot of NHL playoff games, but just for reactions of playoffs as far.
1: I mean, they're awesome. Uh, they're absolutely, you know, it's everything you'd ask. I mean, the, the avalanche series, I like I mean I, I think that it's fun that they're winning but it was a boring series I mean that wasn't fun you know like hopefully they don't they don't just pump the tires on uh or
2: that's what uh, it is thats uh, is what it was, pump the tires yeah, yeah I think that I, I it. don't know
1: just destroy uh the Knights. So it looks like they're gonna be playing next um other than that the series are pretty you know pretty pretty good here um two two penguins islanders and you know it's just you get you got teams that are like you know, it, it's the type of playoffs you just got to get in, and we've talked about that a lot of a lot of the times. You got to get in your goalies. You got got to get certain people to healthy. Your goalies got to stay healthy. You got to got to play uh, at the right time. You know, and so um, I don't know. I, you just it's anybody's game at any time right now. It's looking like it's Colorado's game, but uh, what do you think, Chris? I mean, is do you you see Colorado? And then it's another question for you guys which I think will come at a different uh, time. But is it good for a team to sit and wait for their opponent or to come out fresh with their next op- opponent?
2: Cash man is, is going to join for this. That's guy. good. Hey, Cash. Um, so he can't hear you, otherwise he would wave to you. Can you say, <laughs> can you say hi? Hey, buddy. There we go. <laughs> um, no, I mean, to echo you, Jay Green, the, this NHL playoffs has just been ridiculous to the point that like out here in Colorado, hockey's not big. Um, it's, it's getting there. Um, I think high school Chassa sanctioned, there's like 36 teams, you know, and Wisconsin sits right around 90 Minnesota is significantly above that. Um, there's not a lot of rinks, not a lot of teams. Um, it, but I mean, people know hockey, people love the abs out here, obviously. Um, but it's neat. Like today I was at the gym and I just overhear two guys talking who know nothing about it. Um, and they're just talking about how exciting it is to watch. Uh, one of my coworkers is a big basketball guy. He's played his whole life. He he even coached it a little bit and he does not even, I mean, he watches the NBA, um, but he's glued to the NHL just because of the intensity of it and how it's just back and forth, back and forth. And a lot of the games have been super high scoring and, um, you know, for a while there, I think through like the first, I, I looked it up, and I think it was like through the first four days of the first round, there was only three games that were decided by more than one goal. I mean, that's just that's just nuts, you know. And yeah. there's like three or four overtimes. Um, you know, even if you got a three goal lead, it doesn't matter. I mean, teams have been coming back. I think the Bruins just did that. The Panthers just did that um, a couple of days ago. I mean, it's it's been absolutely wild. And now I haven't, I haven't watched the NBA much, but it does look like the NBA is, is actually playing defense now that it's playoff time. Um, it does seem, <laughs> it does seem like the scores are a little tighter and stuff, but like I've watched enough avalanche during the season. Um, and it, they're exciting to watch during the season too. I mean, that, that whether they win or lose, I obviously really hope they win, but whether they win or lose they're it's just such an exciting team. And there's so much young talent and speed and, they're just a blast to watch, but playoffs has just added to that. Um, even though these games have been blowouts for the most part I me mean, today, today I wouldn't consider a blowout. Um, you know, it ended up five, two, but they got two empty netters at the end. Um, but it's just been wild. Um, you know, watching it all. And, and I'm I'm a little biased, but I think the Avs are the favorite going into it right now. But some of the some of the series I've watched, there's, I mean, the, no offense, Jay Green, if the Knights end up coming out of that, the Knights are the Knights are a scary team because they play really, really, really good defense, um, and their goalie is is playing they're hot really right deep. now. Yeah, they're they're really they're a really deep team, and this se- this regular season and last season the Knights have the Avalanche's number. Like They have some sort of strategy or they have some game plan that they've been able to slow them down. You know I mean, you're not going to stop the scoring that the top two lines that the Avalanche have, but um, the Knights have been able to slow them down enough. But, you know, it's it's going to – I told Mike this, it's going to come down to Grubauer, the goalie for the Avs. If he stays healthy and plays like he has been, I think they're going to take it. Um, but, man, there's, there's just a lot of good teams. There's a lot of good teams – I was worried about the Bruins at first and now they're looking like the the team that I expected them to be. They're they're playing really well. Now I think they're they were up last I saw. Um I don't know if they're still up in in today's game. Yeah, they're up 2 to 1 in the third right now. Um it, it's just it's exciting, man. It, that's that's all I can truly say is this this NHL playoffs has kind of reinvigorated me for hockey to the point that um you know, I'm I'm even I'm even wanting to get back into coaching to be honest with you. Um, coaching a little, being a, an assistant coach or something, just because I've missed it so much. And this playoffs has has really even added to that, like kind of the exclamation point on, um, you know, excitement for hockey, I guess. The, the two,
0: sorry, the two biggest takeaways for me. Um, and we talked, I think we talked about this last podcast, but you know, in hockey where you have like, obviously this year we don't have the one versus eight matchup, but we have the one versus right, four, right. um, but a prime example is you have the, the number 1 seed Carolina Hurric- the Hurricanes. Yeah. are now tied to two, ga- two games two games with the Nashville Predators. Um like you just don't you just, you just don't see like in the NBA you never see something like that. Um and that's where I think just hockey's like it, you, people don't even blink an eye if if a uh, like the 8 seed or 4 seed would win that first round matchup uh, which is unreal. The second biggest thing is and Cause like last year there was obviously playoffs and it was, you know, still cool to watch, but I think now when you, you in some of these stadiums where you've added fans got like prime example would be, cause I, I was watching a little bit of it was Bridgestone arena in Nashville. Like they had a, I think it was sold out there.
2: Yeah. Um, it had to have been because they were, it was packed.
0: And, but then you look at it because like in Canada, like the restrictions are much different, like, they're not allowing any fans right now. So, like, you know, the other night when it was Toronto and Montreal and Toronto there, it was, like, just not the same intensity. So, I think that's
1: yeah, certainly the helping.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, just, it's just been really fun to watch, um, you know, and, and obviously it answered up really well, too. So
2: yeah. Well, that's that's a great point, Mike, because being the higher seed, if you're in a state that is allowing fans, is a big deal. You know, like, like the the avalanche just have basically out here in Colorado, they've, they've lifted the mask mandate. You know, they just announced that Coors Field, you don't need to wear a mask and they're at full capacity because they're getting geared up for the all-star game. And, and now it's, I'm still calling it the Pepsi center, but it's ball arena. Apparently now Um, they've basically opened it up. So now like Avs games are going to be packed. Um, Yeah. And so like, that's it. That's a big home ice advantage opposed to if you're, Edmonton or, um, I'm trying to think of, of, um, you know, I know, I know East coast there, there's, or not East coast, sorry, the West coast, they're still struggling with, with COVID and things as well. But, you know, you could, you could have home ice, but if there's, you know, 5,000 fans in there, don't, it doesn't feel like home ice, you know, but you go to Nashville and you got 25,000 people and you got the offense alignment for the Titans shirtless chugging beers like that, that brings a little home, home ice advantage, you know, so. Um, I think that's a big thing. It's and, and same thing in basketball, to be honest with you, too. I think that depending on where your team is located, home home court or home ice is is a big deal if if the fans are there.
0: Well, it's safe to say for all of our viewers, if you haven't tuned in to NHL playoffs, we highly suggest you do that right now. So, But um, that's going to do it for this week's podcast. Um, be on the lookout. We have uh, – Jay hey, Green and I are rocking it right now. We're rocking our yeah Third boys merch.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> turned out really nice. We're we're gonna we, we've had quite a few requests to get you know I, I know hats will for sure be in we'll and summer, to,
2: summer gear yeah, tank, top some, tank,
0: tank tops or something like that. Um, but I appreciate everybody that you know was obviously uh, purchased and uh, yeah be on the lookout for uh, for round two we'll get that soon so but as always uh give us a follow on facebook instagram twitter um all of our podcasts are also on spotify and apple so until next week we appreciate it
1: all right see you guys take care
2: see you guys thank you